Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to see you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT on... uh, what we believe as Catholics, and we're talking about prayer this week. And I thought we'd uh, finish up our discussion about uh, the Hail Mary and Mary's prayer and uh, talk about why why do we pray the rosary? What What is the rosary? Sure, the rosary is a, a, a form of meditation where we uh, concentrate on the mysteries uh, of Christ's life, the salvation that God has wrought uh, through the life of Christ. And so we have the joyous mysteries, the five joyous mysteries, the five sorrowful mysteries, and the five glorious mysteries. And, of course, St. John Paul II added the five luminous mysteries. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, these are the mysteries uh, through which God accomplished our salvation. And we meditate on them in a special way with our Blessed Mother Mary because, uh, as with all children... We our our mother plays an important role in our prayer life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, it's not uh, it's not vain repetition. Certainly, Scripture warns us against vain repetition. Rather, it's very important repetition. You know, there's a there's a Latin motto called "Repetitio mater studiorum," and what it means in English is. Repetition is the mother of study. The way you learn is through repetition. Mm-hmm. And um, so rather than vain and useless, the rosary is really uh, uh, an excellent tool for learning and understanding the mysteries of Christ, the mm-hmm. mysteries of our salvation. And the joyful mysteries is the Annunciation, the Visitation, the birth of our Lord, the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple and the finding of Jesus in the temple. So those are all scriptural. Uh, and the, the sorrowful mysteries are the agony in the garden, the... Um, crowning with thorns? No. Oh, excuse me. The, I'm <laughs> scourging at the pillar, the pillar and the crowning, crowning with, with thorns, thorns, carrying of the cross, and then the uh, crucifixion of Christ. And then the glorious mysteries is the resurrection of our Lord, his ascension into heaven, the descent of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, and uh, Mary's uh, uh, assumption. assumption into heaven and then her coronation uh, in heaven. And then the luminous mysteries are the mysteries of light, which is the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan, the uh, call uh, or the wedding feast of Cana, our call to repentance and the proclamation of the kingdom, the transfiguration of Jesus, and then most wonderfully the institution of the Holy Eucharist. So again, those are all explicit or implicit in Scripture, and as we pray the Rosary, we're meditating on the life of of Jesus and Mary. Yeah, so it's the Rosary has as its purpose to bring us closer to Jesus by helping us to understand 
his life and um, and the mysteries that we ponder. You know, the interesting thing about a mystery is, you know, it's the, when we talk about mystery, we don't mean it like a murder mystery where it gets solved by the end of the episode. <laughs> when we talk about a mystery, we we mean something that will never be solved. The mystery will never be exhausted. We will spend all eternity pondering the mystery in it, yet we will always learn more and more and more and more. It will never be exhausted. So and when we say mystery, we don't mean that something that we're going to reach the end of or that we're going to exhaust. What we mean is something that needs to be pondered and that in order that we may deepen our understanding of it. And by deepening, by deepening our understanding of it, entering more deeply into its reality. Uh, so um, the rosary has as its purpose to help us to ponder these mysteries so that we can deepen our understanding of them so that we can enter more deeply into the reality that, th- that they affect. Um, and so um, it really is part of salvation. That's a great point. I've never heard that before. Because, um, again, with, with the mysteries... There are things also that we believe that we don't understand, and as you pointed out, we'll never completely understand, but we will grow in our understanding of the mysteries. For instance, how can Jesus be 100% God and 100% man? How how can that be? How are there three distinct persons and one God? Uh, God's love for us. Just all the, you know. How does the bread and wine become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? All these different teachings of the Bible and teachings of the church that we don't understand, but we have faith. As Catholics, we you know, we believe it because Christ said it and his church teaches it. And again, that's a great point. They'll never be exhausted, and that'll be the wonder of heaven, is that should should we get to heaven... We will grow in our understanding and our love for God, and it'll be all of eternity. And so, part of our deep, our part of our, our deepening our understanding of of the mysteries, and part of our entering more fully into the reality they express, um, includes um, the uh, three expressions of prayer. The Catechism talks about three expressions of prayer vocal prayer, meditation, and contemplation. And so the rosary falls under both vocal prayer and meditation. Um, as a, and it's very important that we um, ponder the mysteries. You know, sometimes people get the notion that, well, we're supposed to shut down our brains when we um, uh, enter the Christian faith. Well, that's not true at all. Pondering the mysteries requires that we fully engage our intelligence and our creativity and our freedom. Far from being less engaged, we need to be fully engaged in our pondering of the mystery. Uh, Whatever resources we can muster to ponder these mysteries, we have to call up because um, it will require everything we have, our intelligence, our freedom, our creativity, are um, uh, an effort. It requires effort. It requires effort. You know, some people they get they get lazy. So, uh, as soon as prayer gets tiresome, they quit. But that no prayer requires effort. 
And the Catechism talks about the battle of prayer, you know, that it does require effort. It requires us to overcome laziness and and inertia and uh, and prioritizing the things of our life and and putting our life in order. That's a good point. It's probably why so many people don't go to church. They don't make the effort. They get lazy. They don't want to take the time. I know uh, in my family, my two sons, although my one son has recently come back to the church, he still doesn't understand everything. And I try and tell him, Tim, you're never going to understand everything. That's the point. The point is having faith in God. Uh, and my other son feels like he has to understand everything. And it's like, no, no you're, you're, that's not what, what faith is about and what religion's about. It's about, uh, as you said, contemplating uh, most ex- most wonderfully the love of God, the fact that God loves us so much that he created us, he gave us life, and oh, by the way, he sent his only son so that we could have eternal life and be with him forever and, and ever. And God wants us to understand the mysteries. He gives us the grace to elevate our intelligence, to elevate our love and our freedom and our emotions and passions so that we can understand the mystery. He wants us to understand the mysteries that he performed in Jesus Christ. Um, and so, uh, you know, want, you know, wanting to under, it's normal that we want to understand things, and that's a good and holy thing. Wanting to understand things is a good and holy thing. Um, and it's natural sometimes to get frustrated in our efforts to want to understand. But if our wanting to understand is used as an excuse to give up and get lazy, well, that, what, what benefit is that to anyone? And so, you know, we always have to be careful. It, it's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to get tired. It's easy to get lazy. We always have to be careful not to succumb to those temptations. Otherwise, our prayer will be, uh, you know, will be lacking. I mean, even Mother Teresa experienced long periods of dryness, as she called it. And I think it's all part of being a Christian. Part of being a Christian is carrying crosses and experiencing suffering. Because when we look at the crucifix, Jesus suffered more than any of us ever will. So part of being a follower and a lover of Jesus is partaking in in his suffering. But the good news is, ultimately, we partake in his resurrection as well. But, but there's that suffering part that we don't want to deal with. I know I don't. I realized uh, not too long ago I've spent most of my adult life Avoiding pain and suffering. And what was that name that you used for people that, that do that? You, you used a term that's somewhat derogatory. <laughs> uh, lazy? No. Frustrated? Not, not lazy. You call it, I, I forget the name, but anyhow, it was you that I was discussing it with, and you, you came up with a name. But anyhow, so here, Mother Teresa says suffering's a gift. And, and sometimes when we're praying, we're going to experience dryness. And we're not going to get the good, fuzzy, warm feelings that we think we should maybe get all the time with prayer and, and being a, a Christian. Yeah, um, and uh, but that, that's an excellent point you bring up, the whole notion of suffering and embracing the cross and carrying the cross. Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, you have to pick up your cross uh, and follow me. Um, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses it for my sake will save it. Um, you know, Christian hope holds that 
the Lord will provide the grace we need. But Christian hope does not mean that we won't encounter suffering and sadness and um, and difficulty and betrayal. I mean, the, one of the beautiful things about Christianity is that we don't seek to avoid... Um, I mean, we don't go looking for suffering, but when life presents it to us, um, we don't, you know, jettison everything. <laughs> we don't recoil from suffering and sadness. We ask the Lord for help. Um, and... Um, we know that we can offer up that suffering for our good and the good of others, the forgiveness of our sins, which is the whole point of sending Jesus in the first place. The whole point that Jesus suffered and died on the cross was for the forgiveness of sins. Um, and so, okay. Yeah. Excellent, Father. We've been listening to Father Greg Maturi as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church and talking about prayer. Father, can we have our blessing before we go today, please? Sure. Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit of wisdom and love upon us. Fill us with your grace so that everything we think and do will be in accord with your wisdom. Amen. Amen. Don't forget about the Living Bread Radio app for your Apple or Android device. It's available for free at the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Just look for Living Bread Radio. This has been Tim Perry. Reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. And now would be a good time to go to confession if you haven't been for a while. Until next time, may God bless you. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.